Today on Bible Conversations, we're going to be talking about You Are the Church. Welcome back to another episode, and um, this is one that I'm excited to get going on. And so, I feel like I say that every time, that I'm excited to get going, and I just want to make a little note for our listeners, I really, really enjoy doing this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) This is... And this is one of those things that we we sit down. So we, I mean, we have busy weeks, right? Yeah. And I I think there's a lot. Unless you're a minister, it's hard to explain to others what ministers do. <laughs> well, we only work on Sundays, obviously. Obviously not. So, uh, <laughs> but I mean, we do. There's a lot of things that happen. There's a lot of things that need to happen. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's prayer that goes into it, but there's a lot of physical work mm-hmm. that is done throughout the week, and. Um, this is one of those times where we get to just stop, yeah, and just talk, read scripture, and reflect on God's word, and it it's encouraging and it's uplifting, and I think you do say it just about every time, yeah. But I also think it's true, right? Like, I mean, it's just because <laughs> every single week we sit down here, and I'm just like, oh, that's another good topic. I'm, I, I, yeah, I love talking about that. Well, and and I will say that there are definitely some topics that we like more. Oh, yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we don't like any of it. Like, we're not going to talk about it if we don't like the topic. And yeah, that's exactly right. So anyway, yeah. so today, as you said, right, we're going to be talking about how we are the church. How you yeah. are the church. Yeah. And so, well, and, and that's something that, so like for me personally, growing up, this is something that I heard over and over and over is that the church is not the building. The church is the people, yes. you know, that's uh, that's something that is just, that's integral to um to the understanding of scripture and uh, and what the church is is that it's not a physical place, but yeah. um, but it is the people. The people make up the church. Exactly, and you know, so so I will be having this discussion with the teens actually this upcoming Sunday, mm-hmm. and because they are teens, there seems to be within anywhere you go, right, a a division, yeah, of adults. And kids. Yeah, it's like two separate congregations within yes. the same congregation. Yes, yeah. and so, and and we we don't want that, right? The so the youth group needs to be separate and apart in the sense that they have their own identity, mm-hmm. but they do not need to be separate and apart from the church, because the church is, as you said, a group of people. It is a group of believers, and so if you have been baptized into Christ, you are the church. Yeah, and that's what this lesson is. That's what this message is. And, and one of my pet peeves is always <clears throat> when people are like. Oh, we need to take care of the youth group. We need to have events for the youth group because that's the future of the church. Yeah. I'm like, hold up now. <laughs> well, like, we are all the future of the uh, church and we are the now of the church. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've just been I have been washed in Jesus' blood just as much as anybody else. Yeah. Um uh duration of time in the church does not lessen any importance in the church. And I think you're about to get into that as far as importance yeah. of of parts of the the body, you know. Yeah. Um so I won't get into too much of that, yeah. but that's just always been a pet peeve of mine when people are like, oh, that's the future of the church. Or, you know, I got this a whole lot when I was in college and honestly still get it some today. But, um, <laughs> but like, uh, like, you, you know, you're going to be a great preacher someday. Like, like you're going to make Oof, a great preacher. That just hurts. And, and people intend it from a good standpoint of like, wow, you like, that was really good. And then just imagine where you'll be. And in. then their subconscious because I'm young is like, imagine like where, yeah. where you'll be when you're an adult, you yeah. know? And yeah. I'm like, Thanks. well, yeah, I, I appreciate you imagining, but I also appreciate you focusing on the here and now. Yeah. Um, like, 
like like let's keep what's in front of us in front of us right now. Yeah. Um, if I'm not a good preacher right now, tell me. Don't yeah. tell me I'll be a good one yeah. in the future. <laughs> if the youth help, group help is, me improve. Yeah, if the youth group is not actively being part of the church today, if they are segregating themselves, uh, don't say, well, that's all right, they're the future. And yeah. um, also, don't encourage that at all. Don't yeah. don't be one of those folks that is like, that's all right. They'll, they'll be the church when they grow up. Yeah. They're, they're the church now. Uh, just so much as anybody else who's been washed in the blood of Christ is the church now. Yeah. So we've already been talking almost about five minutes or so, but this this discussion is going to be quick, I think. Yeah. It's, it's going to be short and it's going to be sweet because any extension on this, I think, belabors the point too much. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's a very simple point. You've got one passage to share, and I've, I've got, got... I've got two. Or two, okay. Got two, but It's going to be longer than I thought it was. I know. It's going to be an extra minute. <laughs> Belaboring oh. the point, Chris. Golly. So, <laughs> first passage we're going to go to is Matthew 28, 19 okay. and 20. So, this is, well, you know, you've been baptized, right? Go therefore into all the nations, making disciples, right? Teaching and baptizing them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Well, once we've been baptized, we've been given the Great Commission. Yeah. It's right? very, very much tying into our the series of now that you're a Christian. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. Well, and, and that's exactly who Jesus is speaking to, right? Yeah. He's speaking to people who are going to be very shortly, right, Christians. Yeah. They're going to be Christians, and they have a job to do mm-hmm. immediately after they become Christians, right? And then you yeah. think of Paul, right? I mean, what did Paul do after he... After the, the road to Damascus, right? He, his eyes were shut three days. He got up and he was baptized. And then he immediately went Goes to, to preach. the synagogue. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. There's no delay. There's no pause. There's no, well, I got to get my bearings. I got to get my feet. Like, no. Yeah. You jump in, you dive in head first. And, you know, that's something now, that. I mean, that, this might be a longer discussion, but that doesn't mean that Paul didn't take time. You know, he no, went, he definitely he, did. He, he went away to Arabia. Yeah. Um, well, he's, he was but, 10 years in Tarsus, yeah. right? Like he, he had time for himself, but But he the, didn't... the point is, is that he was excited and ready to go. Yes. Yeah. Well, and even when he was in Arabia, he was probably still talking about Christ. Yeah. When he was in Tarsus for 10 years or a decade, right? He was still talking about the Christ, right? Yeah. And I think we, we have this idea that we need this time in order to get ready. Well, the time is now. Yeah. Right? And and this is definitely a different discussion, but the Lord is coming back. Yeah. We don't know when. And the people in the first century thought that it was going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Every day they woke up thinking today's the day. Yeah. And they lived that way. Today we wake up every day thinking it'll be in 100 years or so. Yeah. It's Probably long, not in my As long lifetime. as I can make it through, t- through today, you know, make it through – uh, the the rest of this month or year, make it through uh, retirement. If I can live yeah. a, a good life, faithful to Christ, yeah. Um, and I think it's a then a, one day I'll be raised up. Yeah, uh, it's a lack of, and I don't want to make this sound too harsh, but lack of preparedness. To yeah. be honest, well, and it, it's it's a lack of a sense of urgency. Yeah, yeah, because we don't know when he's coming back. Yeah. Like a thief in, I mean, the scriptures tell us, right? You don't know. It's like a thief in the night. Only the Father knows. Yeah. And because of that, we've got to be ready. And the first century Christians were ready because they expected it to be tomorrow. We expect it to be after we're dead. Yeah. And that's just not how it needs to be. And so the Great Commission, right? Jesus is telling these Christians, go there for, right? Mm-hmm. Do this. And they do. Yeah. They do. It's essentially now that you're a Christian, go and make more Christians. Yes. That's yeah. exactly what it is, right? So my second verse, because I, I think that point makes itself, right? Yeah. You've got a job to do. 
you become a Christian, you have a job to do. Yep. And it's not sitting on the couch doing nothing. It's it's not sitting in the pew listening to the sermon either. Yes, and then doing nothing with that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you do like, need to sit and you do need to listen, yeah. but you got to do something. Sometimes with when it. I say, "Yeah, you, you you need to be there. You need to be sitting yeah. in your pew listening <laughs> to the sermon." There's more to it than that. <laughs> exactly right. So then we're going to move over to Paul's one of Paul's letters, First Corinthians, chapter twelve, and we're going to start in verse twelve. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? That As it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. Mm-hmm. You know, J.J., we've had J.J. on before, and yeah. uh, he, he made a, a, a statement that I thought was kind of funny at um, one, of the, one of the youth retreats that we've had recently. And he was kind of talking about this little section here. And, you know, he said, you know, if, if, if the whole body is, is all eyes, right? Like that's, that's just a horror movie, Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I thought that was, it was a comical way. But when you think about it, right, the idea that the body is made up of all feet is disgusting and nasty and wrong. Yeah. That it's made up of all hands. Like you, you've seen Spy Kids, right? A long time ago. Maybe. I mean, but they, they like a little bit, but not a whole yeah, lot. They basically put together this weird looking thing and he just had like 70 hands going out of his body and it was just the weirdest. <laughs> all I, like it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. And the point that's being made here is that we each do have abilities. We each have talents. We each have a place that we are going to make our mark within the church. Yep. Now, what I want to be careful about is because I want everybody to understand this. I want you to understand this. I want me to understand this. I want everybody, all the kids that I talk to. Just because your talent may be preaching does not mean that you, do, that you don't need to sing. Yeah. Just because your talent is singing does not mean you don't need to pray. Just yeah. because your talent may be praying does not mean you don't need to give. And just because your talent's giving doesn't – whatever your talent is does not mean that you don't do the other things. Yeah. Well, and I'll even take that a step further because, I mean, you're mentioning things in worship here. Mm-hmm. Um, just because your talent may be in service does not mean you don't need to show empathy. Just because your talent may be empathy doesn't mean that you don't also encourage. Doesn't mean that you you don't also, and let's get specific, move tables and chairs for the church when they need it. Yeah. It doesn't also mean that you don't plan events to encourage fellowship. Doesn't mean that you don't um, don't participate in these events. Doesn't mean that you don't um, don't call people throughout the week to encourage them. Um, there are so many parts of this body that come together to make up the body. Yes. And th- that's what, uh, when when I talk about this analogy, I like to use also ligaments and muscles yeah. um, and tendons and stuff. Um, that's because fair. Those if, are there. If the, Those are things. If the hand is not attached with ligaments and muscles to the forearm, mm-hmm. then the body's, you know, obviously not working. Yeah. If you got a talent that, like, if, if you're the hand, yeah. you know, for instance, if you're the one that's going out and doing the work serving and, and being active, but you don't also 
have connect connections to the rest of the body, aren't using the the other things that you may not be as talented in. Yeah. But if you just cut them off, you're you're cutting off the hand of the body. You know what I mean? No, that um, makes perfect and, sense. And so that as far as what you're talking about is like you, it's not an excuse to not do other things. Yes. Um, you got to use your ligaments and muscles. Yeah. You, you got to use your tendons. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also uh to go off of this, if y'all don't mind if I use a. 21st century analogy to oh, to no, what you can't, you can't Paul's do doing here. Um, he <laughs> says, you know, if um, uh, if an ear should say to an eye, I do not belong. If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? You know, if the yeah. whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? Um, what I like to say is, you know, if the whole church were 50 years or older, where would be the energy? Yeah. If the whole church was 20 years or younger, where would be the wisdom and maturity? Yeah. If the whole church was all female, where would be the um, and a Maybe getting a little bit stereotypical here, but I'm going <laughs> to do it right on the other side. If the whole church was female, where would be the leadership that God has called? If the whole church was male, where would be the compassion and empathy that w- that women are blessed with? Yeah. Um, it, it goes every which way that you can think of. Yeah. And very, very practically, we need everybody. Yeah. We need the entire church of, 100%. of all ages, of all people, all mm-hmm. races, um, all both genders. Um, yeah, it it Wait, does. You mean there's not more than two? Yeah, we're not getting into that. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the point is, is that there is no one greater than the other. Um, and it's exactly right. And so, anyways, that, that's my little twenty first century analogy yeah. to that. No, I I like that. And, you know, I I really think we do a disservice to ourselves when we choose not to serve, when we yeah. choose not to participate, when we choose not to be a part of the body. Yeah. Um, and not only do we do a disservice to ourselves, but we do a disservice to our brothers and sisters. Yeah. But most importantly, it's a disservice to God. We have been called, as soon as we were raised up out of that water, to live in a newness of life mm-hmm. and to serve the risen Lord. Yeah. Anything less than that, I just don't understand the point. Yeah. Well, and to kind of go off of off of that, the the reason that we do serve the risen Savior, the reason that we do um, things in this life to glorify Christ is because of our faith. So yeah. um, I'm going to go ahead and turn to the verse that I've prepared for. Uh, it's in James. And there's actually a couple of them because James talks about this for like three straight chapters. Um but it's it's That's about accurate. it's about your faith, yeah. you know. Um, we're we're talking about getting involved in the church, understanding that you are the church. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that, you, that we do anything in the church, the reason that that um, that we participate in anything, um, organize everything, the reason that we get together in fellowship, the reason that we encourage one another, the reason that we volunteer to to lead in worship is because of our faith. Um, and so I'm going to read here. Um, James chapter one, verses 19 through 27 is a little bit of a lengthy reading, but I'm going to shorten it to 22 through 25. Um, uh, but James chapter one, 22 through 25, it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. 
But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. And I want to be really clear on this is when we're talking about, um, about having an active faith and, and doing something with our faith, it is absolutely not to be seen by men. And what I mean by that is it's not like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be active. I'm going to do things for the church. So for the purpose of being seen. For the purpose of showing my faith off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that, that's the reverse way of thinking. That's well, that's, the, that's what the Pharisees and the Sadducees did, and that's what Jesus condemned, right? You exactly. Guys, you guys pray long prayers out in front of people with your long flowy robes. So people and you can sit see how awesome and, your faith is. And, yeah. and they have received their reward. Exactly, yeah. Um, <clears throat> rather, um, it's also not the extreme on the other side where it's yeah. a, you know, I, I'm not going to do anything because I don't, I don't need to be showing off. Yeah. Because... In that case, just like James says in chapter two, like, where is your faith? Faith without works is a dead faith. You know, if your faith isn't doing something, um, uh, James chapter two, starting in verse 14, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warm and filled. Without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Some will say, But some will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll read verse 19 too. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe yeah. <laughs> and shudder. Um, yeah. <clears throat> James is saying here that, that you... you obviously should not be trying to show off your faith by the things that you do. However, you can't also say, well, I'm going to go sit on this mountaintop, meditate every single day, get close to God, um, because I I don't want to fall into the trap of showing my faith off. You you simply can't do that. because God is near to the brokenhearted. Yes. Yeah. And and if we're not, if we're trying to get closer to God, yes, we do need to take time and pray. Mm -hmm. Right. Jesus did that. Yes. But we also need to take time and spend time with people. Because Jesus did that. And I think well, the... Uh, that, that's what James is trying to say, is yes. that a true faith has a desire to do that. Yes. A true faith is going to want to be active. Mm-hmm. A true faith in Jesus Christ, that he rose from the grave, that he lived the perfect life, that he died to bear your sins, that, yeah. that he rose and that he ascended. A 100% true faith in that is going to lead to... I need to do something. Yep. I, I I can't sit on this. How can I help but speak of the things that I've seen and heard as, yep. as James and or as, as Peter and John said? Yeah. Um, well, I think it, it really goes to the point you made earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Our faith leads us to do certain things. Yes. Right? We don't do certain things because we want to be seen, right? Yes. It's we're, we're, we do things because we're Christian, right? We're not Christian because we do things. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's a that's a really important point is that we're Christian first. Yeah. Like first and foremost, we are followers of Christ. Yeah. Because of that, we have to get active. Yeah. And so exactly. And and the same analogy works for you know you're saying you know um, we're we're not Christians because we do things. We do things because we're Christian. Yeah. Um, it's not a I am saved because I've done things. I do things because I am saved. Yes. Exactly. Um, and and that's the the whole point, I guess, that I'm 
trying to make here about the now that you're a Christian, yeah. uh, n- now that you have confessed and 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 publicly proclaimed that Jesus Christ is Lord, um, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, like put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Per se, you know, I, I don't really like that phrase, but I don't mind that phrase. <laughs> I mean, it just it, it's weird to me. But um, but I mean, that's kind of what the the call is is yeah. like, and and it's obviously not to show your your youth minister. You know, you're talking with the teens about this. It, yeah. It's not for them to show you. It's not for them to show their friends. It's not for them to show their parents. Look at my established faith. Instead, it's a personally individual reflection of your own faith. Yeah. There are people that have phenomenal faith that we don't ever really see doing stuff. Yeah. We know they do stuff. Yeah. Right? But but we don't see it. It's just it's evident and the things yeah. that they do, they're all they're what we call behind the scenes, right? And then there's people that are very much in front of the scenes because yeah. there's got to be there have to be well, both. And that was one of the conversations we had before recording this is like, you know, what do we really want to talk about? Should we get into specifics of how you can put your faith to to work in the church, you know, um, you know, you are the church. And so let's talk about the options. And we're like, you know, there's just too many. (laughs) If we did that, we'd be sitting here for an hour, but, but it's true because there are so many ways to get involved in the church. There are so many ways to uh, be part of the body. Uh, you don't see them all. You you simply can't. Um, and, and I'm not saying that there are like people that are not seen by anybody, but because there are so many different things, we don't see everything. Other people don't see things that, um, that we do, you know, you just can't, can't. one single individual does not see the entire body working at the same time. So to that point, we can't assume that some people aren't working. Exactly. Right. We have to work ourselves. Exactly. And, and so I'll, I'll let you close it out here in a second because I think we've kind of come to a conclusion but the last thing I want to say is if you have been recently baptized, get to work. Mm-hmm. If you are not recently baptized and you are not working, get to work. If you are currently working in the church and you're doing all sorts of stuff, keep working. Yeah. Because God doesn't need us, but we do need God and yeah. we need one another. And we show that and we gain from that. By being active yeah. and by working. I want to uh, close us out with that thought of we need one another. You know, um, we're talking about the body. Um, you are the church. You are part of the body. Um, the best picture that I've seen of this um, is actually like this little picture I put up on a PowerPoint screen when I was preaching about this way earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, you know, like those uh, like clock spinny things that like have the little teeth that grab together gears. Um, yeah. Gears. Um, <laughs> it was like a little picture of, of it looked like a, a body with the arms and the legs yeah. and the head and the torso and everything. Um, but it was made up of gears all fitting together. Yeah. Um, and if one gear doesn't turn, none of those gears turn. Yeah. If, you know, if one gear starts to turn, it chain reacts into all of them. Yeah. It's, it's a simple case of, if you are the body, then, you know, you are, you're part of this, Yes. you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's just a, a, a great picture to show how we should be working together. So, um, well, that's all for today. Uh, looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, should we give a little teaser about that? It's I mean a little one. It's Thanksgiving next week. And so we're going to have a, a special, 
Thanksgiving episode coming out for y'all on Friday after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, maybe while y'all are sitting in in lines waiting to go shopping on early Friday morning, Um, which I don't know, people shop on Thursday now. I'm like, that's for cowboys. Um, But if if y'all are sitting in lines early Friday morning, check check out our our Thanksgiving special dropping at, uh, what's it drop at, 6 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 6 a.m. Uh, next Friday morning. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to encourage you to check out our proud partners, Ministry League. They have a website as well as an app that you can download from your smartphone. Yeah, not only that, but also be sure to send us an email. You can reach us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, what your thoughts and comments are on today's episode. And if you have any questions or any comments, anything that you would like to let us know, please send us a text at the following number, 972-905-0856. Yeah, and that way we'll be able to uh, get that comment and, and get back with y'all as well. And please leave reviews and comments. I know there's a lot of places that you listen to this podcast that you can leave comments and reviews. I know Apple Podcasts, I'm pretty sure iHeartRadio and others, you can uh, leave reviews and comments as well. And last, but most certainly not least, we ask that you share this with your friends. Uh, we do our best to provide uh, biblical and, and, and strong uh, discussion, and we hope that you can feel free to share that with everybody that you love and come in contact with. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love you.